welcome to What Are You Reading, a podcast with the Public Library of Mount Vernon in Knox County. My name's Christy. And I'm Katie. And this month, because we have February, we decided to do some romance stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, we know this is a little after Valentine's Day, but these books are good all year round. Oh, absolutely. They really are. Like, yeah. February was really just an excuse for, <laughs> <laughs> for us to say, ooh, romance. Yep, yep. <laughs> after reading all of that literary fiction last year, we just wanted yes. to mix it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it is kind of nice to have, like, some lighthearted stuff. And that's definitely why I chose a dark romance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the dark romance queen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of, this month, our titles we chose. Now, I've got this lovely printout because I actually listened to mine on Hoopla. Um, it is available in audiobook on Hoopla. And this is book one in a series. And I believe the first three are on Hoopla. Okay. So I printed out... The cover, and it is called Lovely Bad Things by Trisha Wolf. And it is a dark romance. So I have lots to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what did you pick? <laughs> well, you can tell by the cover that mine is not a dark romance. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked uh, Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. And um, yeah, it's, it's um, a rom com kind of book. Um, I'm about halfway through it, so, um, I'm just getting to the part where it's probably going to be a little dicey, and, (sighs) but it looks like it's going to be an HEA, so, or happily ever after, um, so I'm, I'm hoping that is the case. Oh my gosh. I hope so too. It's heading that way, but we'll we'll Yeah. Um, our assistant director, she, she always, uh, gets on my case a little bit because I'm the person that will just pick a book. And then when it ends in a way I don't like, um, she says, well, did you check it before you borrowed it? And, I've, and I'm like, no, I, I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now we know to look for those terms H-E-A mm-hmm. for like a happily ever after ending. Um, you know, and if that's not your thing, that oh, awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I tend to want the I tend to want there to be everything wrapped up nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, every once in a while, it's it's fine to have loose yeah. ends, but yeah, I like the satisfying ending. Yeah. So like, if if it isn't going to be ha- happily ever after, as long as it has like an ending that fits with the rest of the book, then I'm okay. Yeah. But it, it's the ones that were, are, were just like, okay, we're just going to drop it. Yes. Oh my gosh. And especially in romance. Like, oh yeah. There's nothing worse than like just leaving it on like a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I get into, that's the other trap I fall into because I read so much on my Kindle Mm-hmm. And I will borrow something without looking at it or reading additional information. And then I'll find out that the next book in the series doesn't come out until, like, next year. Ugh. And yeah. I'm like, why do I do this every time? <laughs> You'd think I'd learn by now. Yeah. And that that does lead me into what happened to me this month, guys. So <laughs> um, we're all friends here. Um, so I can tell you that um, I, in the middle of the night at like 3 a.m., wrote like three paragraphs about why I did not like my book that I picked. <laughs> and then I thought about it um, today, and I was like, no, okay, look. It was 3 o'clock. Um, my bed sheets felt weird. I wasn't happy. Like, I was, I was definitely overstimulated. <laughs> and so everything was annoying me. 
And I, I thought about it again. I thought, okay, I have some, I have some notes. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't like totally changed my mind just because I was in a bad mood or anything like that. Um, but it was not an awful book. It, it was Trisha is a, is a pretty good author. Um, this story follows. I, I should like explain what's going on here. So this story follows Halen St. James, who is a criminologist. And she is hired uh, to come into pretty horrific crime scenes. So she comes to a crime scene that happens on a college campus, and it's a very brutal murder. So trigger warnings all over the place, guys. This is a dark romance, So, um, and it is a serial killer um, crime book. So we do have a lot of triggers, so graphic content. Um, graphic descriptions of violence, etc. So just please be warned about that. Um, and I definitely think you should look those up. When you have triggers, mm-hmm. definitely don't be me. You know, look these books up and, and figure mm-hmm. out your comfort zone. Um, so Halen has been called to a college campus. This horrible murder has taken place. And pretty quickly upon arriving to the scene, she has an interaction with a philosophy and occult professor mm-hmm. uh, named Callum. Uh, who says some very strange things to her about the murder um, and reveals details that really he should not know. Um, And this leads her to hit record on her phone. Mm -hmm. And she records the remainder of their conversation. Uh, We kind of flash to the courtroom Mm -hmm. where he is being prosecuted for the murder we find out that she is convincing enough just from her eyewitness account and the recording on her phone that he is committed to an insane asylum as a sociopath. Mm. So he has been committed and we then jump to the present where we have her being assigned to a serial killer case. Mm -hmm. She goes to the scene of the crime it is, if anyone's seen the show True Detective, especially season one, so that kind of, it is a very scary occult type crime scene. So we have a ritualistic murder of possibly many people. We, however, do not have bodies. We have parts of bodies mm. that the people could still be alive. Um And if you're squeamish, I'm going to say, like, skip ahead, like, 30 seconds or so here. Um, It's their eyeballs. So they could still be alive, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So we have a lot of things happening here. We've got an occult-type crime scene, possible many victims. We have no bodies, so we might be working on a time frame. So if you're familiar with true crime or anything like that, first 48, you know, we've got a time we need, mm-hmm. we need to figure this out. Because of this and all of the occult symbols that she's seeing carved into trees and things left at the crime scene, mm-hmm. this leads her to believe the only person that can help her is Callum, the professor, that she mm-hmm. has gotten committed mm-hmm. for a previous crime. So this sets in motion the dark romance part. So we have kind of a silence of the lambs with romance. So we have a convicted possible murderer, the woman that convicted him. They're now forced to work together. Mm. 
And as the serial killer occult case they're working on unravels, we have a relationship develop and we find out details about the first murder. Okay. All of these things sound amazing. And they were. Like I mentioned, Trisha Wolf did a fantastic job. I, where my issues come in, is that I love fast-paced. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of bored in a few places because mm-hmm. I, I do love a really quick pace. So we have all of this wonderful dialogue. It's character building. This, seriously, guys, is personal preference. That's why I was like, oh, I was just in a bad mood and I was ranting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is personal preference. So if you love um, character building, you love um, you know development of a scene, this is phenomenal. Um, but if you're really into the the crime scene aspect of it and you're like oh my gosh i want this to really go full steam ahead that's where i kind of had a misconception so mm-hmm. um it's it ended up being something that i thought okay maybe i would maybe i would pick up season, you know book 2 mm-hmm. that takes place in this town hollows row so this town itself has just a lot of crime a lot of lore to it Mm -hmm. um so there are follow-up books okay uh so all in all it's it's not nearly as bad as i made it out to be at three o'clock in the morning it's actually pretty good (laughs) (laughs) if you like dark romance if you like a cult um and you're okay with with some murder uh then definitely give it a try it's good one hoopla so Anyone can listen. Um, the voice actors are lovely. Um, both of them did such... Um, it is a male-female dual perspective, so both of the actors did a fantastic job. So audiobook is definitely the way to go. It was really well done. Yeah. Well, now that we got me out of the way, <laughs> how is yours truly? So I am loving it so far. Um the uh I, I really identify with the characters. Um so they are they're both emergency room doctors. That is not a similarity <laughs> with me. <laughs> but um they're both emergency room doctors. Um the um the woman Brianna has been at the hospital for a really long time. There is a job opening that's gonna be opening up and she's a shoe in. Until she finds out that there's a new doc in town, and his name is Jacob Maddox, mm-hmm. and he it has been brought in as an alternative person to take this position. So he's coming in fresh off the street, and he makes a really bad first impression. Um, his first night in the ER, every single one of his patients dies. <gasps> To be fair, though, oh no. <laughs> to be fair, though, like one of them was on hospice. One of the, okay. you know, like one okay. of them was ninety six years old, or you know, like there were extenuating circumstances. We're not dealing with the Kevorkian type yeah. my, thing. My dark romance yeah. brain. Was yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at the look at the cover. It is red. Yeah. It is not black. So, yeah. so he's. <laughs> Um, so he's having a rough day and, um, all the nurses are coming to Brianna and being like, can you believe this guy? <laughs> and, um, then they end up 
literally crashing into each other. Oh. Um, she's running down the hallway, and he comes out of um, what they call the crying closet. Oh, no. Because that's where uh, Brianna goes to, like, decompress and cry if she needs to. And he found it as well. So um, she's running by, and um, he comes out of the closet, and they bump into each other. And his phone goes flying, and it breaks, and he follows her um, to be like, hey, you shouldn't run in the halls. (laughs) And you broke my phone. Um, And he walks in, and she's in this patient's room who is on dialysis, and he is not doing really well. He's got an infection. Mm -hmm. Um, that has brought him to the ER. So um, he ends up standing there awkwardly and being like, I I question all my life choices. (laughs) How did I end up here? Yeah. So and then at a later time, he goes in to decompress and Brianna's already in the crying closet. Oh, no. So they end up kind of both sitting down, having that, like, telepathic, like, you you leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, um, I will leave you alone. And that is when we find out that, um, well, both of them have a lot of emotional turmoil going on. Um, Brianna has just ended her marriage of many years. Um, her husband cheated with her best friend. Oh, so that's terrible! It all happens before the book starts because if some, so if some of you are triggered by that, it's off the page. Okay. Um, and poor Jacob. Um, first of all, he is neurodivergent. Um, so he has really got that like socially awkward. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, and like large crowds of people I don't know. I. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has just found out that his ex-girlfriend, who started dating his brother, like, after a couple of months of them breaking up, they are now getting married. Ooh. And everybody in his family is worried about him because it's like, what what's Jacob going to do? Yeah. We need to find a, like... We need to make sure that he's okay. They talked about boycotting the wedding. Oh. And he he's just like, no, you guys should go. I'm fine. In fact, I am seeing someone. Yeah. Um, which is how, how the two of them kind of get on their path together. So the reason it's called Yours Truly is um, Jacob wanted to apologize for, like, chasing her down. So he doesn't know how to, I mean, how do you approach someone and be like, hey, I'm sorry I stopped you. Yeah. <laughs> and and made a big deal about my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, because it turns out the patient that she went to see is her brother. Oh, wow. And he is in basically kidney failure. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So lots of stuff. So he ends up writing her a letter and leaving it in the crying closet. And then she ends up writing him back, and he writes her back. Oh, that's so cute. And um, then um, the the main conflict of the story, Jacob finds out that he is a match for her brother. And even before, like, they, they had that tenuous friendship starting, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to tell her, but I'm going to... I'm going to donate my kidney 
to her brother so oh, that he will gosh. he will be okay mm-hmm. or he has a better chance of being okay um through circumstances she finds out and um she is extremely grateful and is like what can i do for you because like you're giving me this great gift i want to do something nice for you and he's like well actually if you could be like pretend to be my girlfriend until my brother and my ex's wedding is over that would be great and she's like yes i will do that um it's got a lot of humor in it um there you can kind of see the dog on the cover um his name that's cute his name is lieutenant dan and lieutenant dan has three legs oh so (laughs) so it's got a little of that um jacob's mother is a sex therapist among other things so um they're a very sex positive household Mm -hmm. which when you have anxiety is very traumatic yes um so and then they i i love books that have witty banter and there there's some of that in there and there the relationship unfolds in a very natural way Mm -hmm. and it's not they have to make it look real but they're not like living it up going to clubs or going to the movies or whatever a lot of it is just going over he goes over to her house they get food and they watch a movie oh yeah that's so, that's so nice just the like talking about nothing yeah actually um, building a real relationship yes building a real even though they don't know they are yes they don't know it yet um so you'll you'll have to uh to give it a try to see if these crazy kids are allowed to to make it work well i i hope so i i have a good feeling about it mm-hmm. um it sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There's some heavy stuff, but mm-hmm. it's still trying to be lighthearted, which mm-hmm. is always nice. Yes. And, and definitely the polar opposite of when <laughs> I pick this one. Yes, 100%, um, which is what we, we try to do. That. Yeah. We try to give you a range. Yes. Like, it would be so boring. I mean, I know a lot of times it's really fun because Katie and I have such different backgrounds, perspective. Um, we have been coworkers for quite a while now, so we do know each other really well, mm-hmm. but we still have very different opinions. So even when we read the same book, mm-hmm. I still think it's pretty interesting to hear what you got out of it versus mm-hmm. what I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want to give you guys, especially when we do the two books, we want to give you guys a, a choice to say, okay, well maybe I am a dark romance girly or a boy, you know, like maybe that's my vibe and. Maybe I really just like something that's lighthearted and fun and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, we trade off. So Yeah, yeah. And there are trigger warnings in the front of the book. Um, so far, it hasn't been too heavy. Good. Um, but, but, yeah, obviously, if, if uh, medical issues are kind of mm-hmm. a trigger for you, I probably wouldn't. It's not real specific, but it is like a main part of the, of the book. And there's so many authors now today are putting the trigger warnings in their books. Mm-hmm. They're putting them on their website. Um, you know, and if you happen to come into the library um, and you have any questions about that kind of thing, or if it's not in the book um, and you're interested, like, please let us know. Cause we would be more than happy to, you know, check the author's website and, you know, let you know what we're able to find mm-hmm. uh, because we would hate for you to, you know, Nobody wants to, again, just like HEA, DNF, 
do not finish. Nobody mm-hmm. really wants to do that, you know? So, yeah. Um, or force ourselves to finish a book that we don't want yes. to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I finished this and I thought, you know what? I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad I did because I stuck with it. You end up really loving the characters. You end up very confused because you love these characters. And sometimes you think (laughs) you shouldn't love these characters. And you're like, is there something wrong with me? Uh, But no, it's it's so great to dive into a book and get lost in it and then be able to step back and say, okay, no, I'm I'm fine. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, before we let you go, we do want to do a little teaser. So March, we will not have an episode. But that's because we will be doing a special podcast airing April 1st about Neil deGrasse Tyson's book, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. We picked this because the eclipse is going to be viewable here in Knox County. So um, we wanted to get everyone kind of excited about space Mm -hmm. and excited about this very rare chance for all of us to enjoy Um, safely, because Mm -hmm. we will also have glasses, the Eclipse. Um, This is also going to include a book giveaway. So definitely uh, take a look at all of our socials. So our Facebook, our YouTube, um, our website itself. We'll have tons of details coming out. Mm -hmm. And then check us out on our April 1st podcast Mm -hmm. about Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. And we are always in a hurry. So look at this little guy. Like, so yeah. cute. Yeah, it's a little smaller than a... Yeah, look at that. Even the height is a little smaller. It is so, precious. So, yeah, it, it's very non-anxiety-inducing um, yes. It's to like look non-threatening, at it. yeah. right? Yes, like, that's the word I was looking it's, for. It's, like, pocket-sized. And also, like, I even, like, opened up the first page. I, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, love to listen to him speak. And uh, so when I opened it up, it was conversational, and I thought, okay, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do this. It may not be a romance, but I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all so much for joining us again, and we will see you April 1st. Bye. Bye.